You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, June 23rd. Welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. My name is Dan, your host. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Make sure that you follow Steady Picks on Twitter at Get Steady Picks and go to SteadyPicks.com. Find out about the monthly membership 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports basketball, baseball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as golf. UFC, much more. Make sure you listen to the other shows on Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager, which airs before Nothing But Net, and then right after us, you get Vegas Always Knows with my friend Matt. You got Tom and Ricky in the mornings. They're doing a great job getting all these great interviews. Sean Brady of the UFC has been on the podcast. There are other shows coming to the station, so I'm told, so look out for that as well. A lot of things happening here at Steady Picks. Very excited to be along for the ride, we begin the ride of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight in the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks, the five seed, looking to pull the upset here, facing the three seed Milwaukee Bucks. Game one in Milwaukee. This is not anybody's prediction for the Eastern Conference Finals. I am sure of that. But here we are. Could be a fun one. Could be an absolute beatdown. Really don't know. Thought the Sixers would handle business. They didn't. Milwaukee. Handled the Nets, which a lot of people didn't think they would do. I, of course, did. If you've listened to this show, been saying it for a while. Just saying. Uh, I don't think Atlanta can give Milwaukee many problems. But, again, I was wrong about them with Philadelphia. So, we'll see if it was Philadelphia was just, you know, that overhyped and not that good. Or if Atlanta really is, for real, Trey Young playing out of his mind. Give him all the credit in the world. Hawks open a seven-point dogs here. So, the Bucks minus seven at home. The total on this 226.5. The Bucks almost a 3 to 1 favorite on the money line, while the Hawks sit a plus 235 on the money line. I said that I was going to be a little weary about what I would bet in a game one in this series, but now that the lines are out, there's a lot that I really like in this one. So I've got three normal kind of plays, and then I've got one that, you know, if you're feeling frisky, I think that there's really good value on it. So I'm excited to talk about these. Let's get into it. The first one, we're going to talk about Chris Middleton to go over 37.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He had a very up-and-down series against the Nets, but when it really came down to it, he is the reason they won the series, if you really go back and look at it. Uh, He played incredible, and when you look at the points, rebounds, and assists stuff for him, so he went over this in Game 6 and in Game 7. He just missed it in Game 5. He had 34. Again, we're talking 37.5. And he did it in game three. So in three of his last five, he went over this. And nearly four, if you you figure how close he was in game five. So he's been doing it all for them. And the times he wasn't getting it was mainly because of the scoring. The the rebounds and the assists have been coming very, very easily for him. The scoring looks like it's back. And even though nobody considered the Nets to be a very good defensive team, I still think that because of how heavily they played their starters, they did play... 
decent defense in that series. I mean, Middleton's struggles were definitely a little bit more him than any defense he was facing, but I don't think Atlanta's going to be able to give him any trouble. So I expect him to continue this momentum. And if you listened yesterday, we were talking about future MVPs. I decided I threw in a little on Middleton today for the finals MVP just because he he's definitely capable of going off. And while Giannis may outscore him for this series, and maybe that's what a lot of people will look at if whoever they face, if they get there and, and regardless of who they face, you know, when those games come down to the wire, it's going to be Chris Middleton from Milwaukee. It's not going to be Giannis. You saw it against Brooklyn. Middleton's the closer because Giannis can't shoot. It just is what it is. So when you look at the fact that Giannis is almost an even money favorite to win finals MVP at this point, it's not a ton of value on it, but it makes sense. I get it. But here's the thing. If he's not closing close games, and let's say he continues to be abysmal from the free throw line, let's say he goes like you know 2 of 13 from 3 in the series, I mean, can you really give that guy an MVP? I don't know, man. So I think there's going to be something to be said for the fact that Middleton will put up pretty good numbers and be far more efficient and be the guy that is you know deciding the games likely in a positive way for them. So, uh, you know he he's he's a really big long shot for for to me being kind of like the third most likely guy that could win. He's plus three thousand. The jump between him and the fifth most likely Trey Young at plus twelve hundred. I mean, I don't think the Hawks can get there. I can't believe Trey Young's that high. Like Chris Paul, I get. Paul George, I get. Booker Giannis, of course, at the top there. But Trey Young being so far ahead of Chris Middleton is is a little strange to me. So I I love that plus 3,000 for Middleton. I already put a little bit on it. If you're feeling frisky, I think that's definitely the only long shot chance you have. And I think the value is really, really good there. But nonetheless... Getting back to game one, I love him to go over the 37.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He's been rebounding the ball like crazy. He has a ton of double-digit rebound games alone. I think his over for points in this one is like 24.5, so you're really only looking, uh, figuring he can get 25, which seems pretty safe. You're only looking at 13 between his rebounds and assists. And again, he's had so many double-digit rebound games in the playoffs so far, and he's had a lot of assist games where he's around you know five or six as well. So it hasn't been a problem for him to get all of these counting stats. So really like him to go over that 37 and a half. When you look at the total on this one, this is the only thing I'm not willing to touch that seven point spread either way, not in game one. Want to see how it plays out, but under 226 and a half. Yeah. People are going to look at these teams and say, yeah, well they can score Atlanta, obviously with Trey young, John Collins, Bogdanovich, Herter, Gallinari, Capella, so on and so forth. The Bucks, you have your big three. They speak for themselves. Holiday, Middleton, Giannis. Here's the thing. 226 and a half. No game in the Bucks net series went over that total, including game seven that went to overtime. You talk about the game where, where Durant scored like 48 in, was that game six? Game five or game six? Durant scores 48, carries the Nets to a win. Didn't go over. No game in that series goes over 226 and a half. I think the game seven overtime went to 226. It would have just fell short. In Hawks Sixers, two games did go over this total, but two out of seven. Game one, where Trey Young started, was basically defended by Danny Green for the majority of the game, which was an absolute nightmare for the Sixers. And the Hawks blew them out in the first half, and then the Sixers fought their way back, and it was a close game in it. Game three, which the Sixers routed Atlanta in Atlanta, and the fourth quarter didn't really matter. So, for the most part, a lot of the games in both series went way under this. And there were, 
I think a, f- a few in both series that like didn't even break 200. So I, I can't believe the totals this high. I don't know if people think that they're just going to come out and run all over the place, but these two are going to have to figure each other out. When you look at a guy like Giannis this season against the Hawks, he only scored like 24 points a game. So I don't know if people think that he's about to just start putting up 40 a night, but he's not. He he really, he really didn't have a great regular season against them. Obviously, things will be different, but I think these two are going to need to feel each other out a little bit. So I'd, I'd love the under in this one. I don't think these two just come out tearing it up. Trey was gassed at the end of that series against the Sixers, and Giannis was holding his hip for the last two games. So the two stars in these teams either aren't aren't in terribly great shape. They're not getting that much time off. Brooklyn, Milwaukee went to overtime on Saturday, so they have you know three entire days off. Atlanta played a tight game seven Sunday night in Philadelphia, and now has to go to Milwaukee. Only two full days off between that. I I'm very surprised at this. So like the under two twenty six and a half. Two more plays for you coming up after this message from Steady Picks. Visit www.steadypicks.com and become a member today. A Steady Picks membership is only $20 per month and gives you all the tools you need to become a better sports better. Use promo code RADIO for 50% off your first month and follow us on social media at Steady Picks for daily updates. Enjoy listening to Steady Picks Radio and be sure to head over to steadypicks.com and sign up today. Yeah, sign up today. Again, not $20 a month. I guess we're going to have to change that. <laughs> but, yeah, all, all that was true except for the price. The price, absolutely free. Nothing else has changed with Steady Picks. just to be very clear. So uh, definitely go check that out if you haven't already. If you're here listening, I'd imagine you probably have. And good for you. You should be making money. We all want to make money. This is how you do it. Two more plays in this one. Trey Young over two and a half threes at minus 134. Yeah, it's a heavy favorite, but I mean, I think this is going to be pretty easy. He only did this in four of seven against Philadelphia, but he took a lot of shots. And sometimes he just shot really poorly. The thing is with Drew Holiday defending him, I think he's going to have a harder time getting to the rim as much. I don't think he's going to actually exert as much energy as he did against Philadelphia because he's not going to have the opportunity to do so, which also means he's probably going to settle a lot for deep threes, which he can hit. So I think he will. He never took less than six threes in the entire series against Philadelphia. And in four of the seven games in that series, he took 10 or more. So if you figure that more often than not, he was taking at least 10 attempts, you're only asking him to shoot 30% from three. He's a better three point shooter than that. He's streaky. Of course, as all three point shooters are, he takes them from deep. He takes some bad ones. Yeah, but he takes them. And some of the ugliest ones, some of the worst ones go in because that's what he does. So I think this is easy. I don't, I don't, I'm not overthinking this one. I would probably have taken this all the way up to about minus 150. So I'm, I'm good with minus 134. I think that it's safe. Not a ton of value, but just a safe play that should cash. Here's the shocking one. That's the one that, that's going to scare you a little bit, but. Makes sense. Trey Young over 29 points and Atlanta to win is plus 470 on DraftKings. Talked at the top. Bucks are almost a 3-1 to favorite. Hawks are more than a 2-1 to dog. Does Atlanta win the game? Probably not. But people said the same thing going in the Philly game one and they shocked them. And I think Atlanta's best chance is to beat them now before they figure it out. Because the, the Bucks have the guys... Once they figure out what they have to do, they have the guys to execute it. They have 
good defenders in Giannis and Drew Holiday, and they have length and like I just don't know if Atlanta can can really hang for a long series. But Atlanta stealing game one, they did it before. They're not afraid, and Trey Young is is all about it. This is this is the role he wants to play. This is what he wants to do. If they're going to win this game, he's definitely scoring thirty or more. So. I think that there's pretty good value there. I don't think it's that. I mean, they're only seven-point dogs. I am honestly thought it might have been a little bit more. I think that line is an Atlanta line, to be honest, um, if anything. Again, like I think Milwaukee's going to win the series, and I think they probably do it in five. But, you know, th- this could be the one. This could be very, very reminiscent of you, the 0-1 Sixers-Lakers, where Iverson goes into L.A., Wins game one, and then you just realize that the Lakers were way better than them, and they kicked the shit out of them for four games. This could be Trey Young's Allen Iverson game. Very well could be so. Plus 470, yeah, man, that's a lot to me. Because when you figure that Atlanta's only like plus 235 on the money line, you're getting Trey to go over 229 points at another, you know, plus 235. That's, that's insane. Uh, I think his over under. At you know not even even money it's like twenty seven and a half so it, it, there's a lot of value there so that's that's my riskier play if you're feeling spicy sprinkle a little bit on that one at plus four seventy obviously you don't have to put too much on it to get a decent payback so uh, check that one out if you're feeling it we'll we'll see what happens in this and we'll we'll evaluate uh, obviously tomorrow we'll be talking Suns Clippers game three and on Friday we will. Probably jump back to game two of this, but we might air the second part of my NFL Futures episode. Not sure. Going to depend on the vibes we get from game one and if, if we got a good read on it, if we're still not sure. so Because I wasn't sure if I was going to do it for this one, but I feel really good about these plays. So I wanted to make sure I got this episode done and got this out because I think this is going to actually be a really good game to bet ahead of people seeing it because I think these lines are, are kind of taking taking a lot of things into consideration without seeing it, I think th- that while that made me skeptical to bet it, it also makes me skeptical of the lines and how they've how they've come together to this point. So really excited to to watch that series unfold and to bring you guys plays each day that that is and to continue uh, looking at Phoenix Clippers. And then obviously once we get to the finals, really excited. I'm going to be working on at least one or two same-game parlays per day of the finals so uh, if you're one of those SGP people make sure you're listening for that because I'm going to be giving them out on the episode for every single game of the finals uh, if you don't recall last year during the Heat Lakers finals I hit a $700 same game parlay on like a $10 bet thanks to a Tyler Hero buzzer beater so I'm hoping to rekindle that magic here as the finals come back because it wasn't a great uh, season for me as far as the SGPs were concerned and kind of went away from them in the playoffs and have just been focusing on hitting more uh, consistent single bets, which we've obviously done a really nice job of. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for supporting. Again, follow Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks. Follow myself on Twitter at Dan Says That. Go to SteadyPicks.com. Sign up for the monthly membership that is 100% free. Check it out. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night, and let's win some money. 